You're listening to The Hoist, the home of the best local music right here on Sin 90.7 FM. And uh, hey, speaking of the best local music, that track was Scram by Beano Blip. And you're in luck, friends. The wickedly talented muso joins me right now. I've got Jacob Kiesel, a.k.a. Beano Blip, right here with me. Thanks so much for joining me on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. So to have you here and off the back of your latest release, Zandon, how are you feeling about it being released right now? Uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. Um, we made that track yonks ago, so it's good to just sort of finally have it out in the world. Yeah, definitely. When did you start it? No, I, there's, so there's like an album of like 10 tracks that I wrote over the course of like two weeks, um, and that was two years ago I want okay. to say. so we're talking Maybe. like covid times perhaps yeah 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 yeah, yeah. nice think of that love that um so we're going to get into the single in just a moment but I wanted to talk about your style your uh genre if you will which I found quite difficult to pin down um it's kind <laughs> of a mix of punk hip-hop grime in essence it's the furthest thing from jazz and classical music which is what you actually grew up playing how does that musical knowledge with those genres kind of play into the music that you're making right now uh honestly I don't reckon it does oh maybe it does but like definitely not um intentionally I've sort of forgotten (laughs) most of what I learned about jazz because that shit's just like super nerdy and like super involved. It's like more like maths to me, which I'm also not great at. So, yeah, I I don't know. I I sort of um abandoned it um like quite a while ago and just sort of got uh, obsessed with everything else. I think like my style's just super ADHD because um, I just I don't know I. Uh, that's I have ADHD so maybe that's why um I just can't really stick to like one thing at a time I just sort of cycle through all these different phases um but yeah it's jazz sure. is definitely in, <laughs> on the back burner it's gone hey at least you've experienced yeah. it and you know you don't want to do that anymore but speaking of yeah. going through all of these different ideas that you were just kind of talking about you do genre hop a lot in your music which is what I was just uh speaking about earlier and we love genre fluidity here on the hoist and I want to ask you what you would describe your style of music as oh, I, I kind of wouldn't I, I think I've got to get get into the habit of just sending people links to stuff because that's like my least favorite question like especially in like a social setting like what kind of music do you make and I'm like couldn't tell it feels super weird to say pop it feels super weird to say punk like I, I don't know I kind of I guess I just I'm just like a little thief I just steal from from everywhere um so yeah I don't I don't really know how to describe it um and I sort of haven't really needed to until I started like releasing stuff and then everyone's like oh like what what kind of music is it like when you put out anything you kind of have to plug into like all your DSPs and stuff like you have to say this is my genre like so yeah I don't I (laughs) I actually have no idea how to answer that question I think that's a good answer in itself. The fact that you don't know, I think that's really interesting and something that people focus on so heavily is 
kind of sticking to one genre, not only as an artist, but as a listener. And you ignore yeah. a lot of really good music that way. So I think this is really cool. And you, yeah, so you've just released this single, Zandon, which is so epic. And you worked with the wickedly talented Kids of Bill, who are Harrison and Sam. Uh, you got into mm-hmm. the Clips Showcase. You got a placement on Rage. You were the Rage Wild One this week. There's some really like super technical camera work and editing for this music video. So for everyone listening, please go check it out if you haven't already. It's very sick. Want to ask you, Jacob, what is the best part about making a music video like this? Oh, I I love doing it. I think um it breaks up sort of your creative or for me, like my creative output. I think for so long I've just been like just trying to churn out music and like, you know, focus so heavily on that. But I don't know, just the the way that I make it is just so um, sporadic. Like I'll go go through long phases of just not doing it at all. And then like, it'll just be like a week of just like hellfire. Like let's just go and like write heaps all at once. Um, So I think what like focusing on the visual stuff has allowed me to do is just sort of like pivot um, and still just create like, just keep creating stuff, um, which I wouldn't be able to do if it was all just like Sonic, like it, it just, you just burn out eventually. So I guess it, yeah, like it's just sort of like opened up a whole new world for me. It's definitely like, I, I, at the moment I'm having like more fun doing that than I am making music, which is why I've just made as many as we have. Like it's a few more in the pipeline and a few more that have, you know, like they're all in different phases. They're sort of like open-ended projects that, um, yeah, it's just been sick to sort of break things up, break up the monotony. Yeah, that's really cool because I do kind of feel like your work is so cohesive, like the imagery that you've created and the tone of the songs. It kind of seems like an audiovisual project more than just for you to be a musician. And, um, yeah, like the vibe of the music video, which I can only describe as like static glitchy and gloomy but in in the most like hauntingly beautiful way it's kind of like something I've never really seen before and there's this one scene where it seems very kind of like x-files you're like running through the forest and there's people in hazmat suits coming after you how long did it take to pull all of this together uh we I guess the it's sort of like the tip of the iceberg thing we shot um the whole music video in two days one day was in the studio one day was out at like all these sort of local um areas but then if you consider like how long it took us to sort of like scout all of them like all of the locations and you know pull together a team and um yeah it takes a while to sort of like really execute the vision because I guess like as well like if I were to just describe something that I'm thinking in my head to you you could be like, yeah, definitely. Like I I can totally see that, but like who's to know if we're actually visualizing anything even similar. So I guess a lot of it is talking and like just going back and forth with like, like the kids of Bill guys are crazy. Like Gary Morris as well. Like the, um, the cinematographer, he's had like a huge input as well. So I guess transferring like what's behind your eyes to be in front of you is like, it, it takes like a lot of, talking and mostly on my end just like running my mouth (laughs) and then they just like somehow make sense of it um 
but yeah, I, I, I guess I don't really have a solid answer for that as well. Like how long it really takes, like considering all of that. Yeah. I think it definitely helps having the kids of Bill guys, Harrison and Sam, who are definitely on the same wavelength as you then. Is the overall vibe of Beano Blip something that you worked really hard for? Like, I guess the aesthetic of Beano Blip, which is kind of like that static, glitchy, gloomy vibe. Is that something you'd established before you started releasing music or is that something that just naturally happened? No, I think there's definitely like intent from the beginning. Um, I guess I just didn't really know exactly how to like pull it off like for for scram and do one like the first two singles that i released the visuals in my mind were like there from the beginning like there was always this idea of like this abduction and a manhunt and i think like um coming across the idea that like all these visuals sort of have something in common makes this sort of like trans genre like musical thing sort of all make sense because I think like as a viewer and a listener if there's nothing to grab onto and no kind of consistency it's like well fuck like what what do you actually do like what do you like how are you supposed to sort of like ingest that so I think coming up with this like sort of dark um this dark sort of aesthetic um yeah, the, the the visuals definitely like come for me anyway, like really early on when I'm like writing a song. For yeah, sure. Cool. And for Zandon, which is the next track that I'm about to play, it does come from a really personal place, like the thematics behind it. And it surrounds the story of someone really close to you. Can you tell me a bit about the narrative behind it? Yeah. Um, I mean like shock horror like artist goes through some kind of like mental health glitch but um yeah like my my cousin and like my oldest friend like we like grew up together and we both sort of uh found ourselves like just in the the depths of um you know like just severe mental health issues and I think like like a lot of men specifically they're just like brush it off or just you know I I think like you sort of like get in this mode where like you don't really have a good connection with like how you're actually feeling and I think that a lot of the time comes from not having a safe space to be able to like talk about it um like with your friends and like in social settings um so I think we both were sort of a product of like a really toxic environment and we were sort of both self-medicating and trying to just deal with it like on our own um and we didn't even know that the other one was necessarily going through it at the extent that we were um until it came to like a crossroads and so like since then it's just been like really important for me to just like not only for myself but for the people around me to just encourage talking about like you know like it's sort of become like popular to normalize talking about your feelings and you know don't don't let it be this thing that you just like go through yourself but like I think actually doing it is like another whole thing so yeah I mean it's it's just sort of like an ode to that like we um we were both just sort of ruining our lives but like not on purpose um so that's what that song's about does it tie into the music video at all yeah I mean we 
so like i mean with with drug addiction you sort of you have this thing where you just like you could be in a beautiful environment and you just miss it all like you're just so because i think like all, all mental health issues which drug addiction is one and it's not often considered as one it's it's often got this sort of like dirty oh yeah they're just as if it's a choice but like no one sets out to be a drug addict so i guess the whole idea of shooting this like manhunt through like all these really beautiful areas by these like very sterile like slow moving kind of like figures was like it's it's just like a like a straight ahead analogy for that you know like you kind of just like haunted by this thing that's always trying to drag you out of this like beautiful scenery or like you know you just miss everything you're not in reality. You miss all these things because you're just sort of caught up in your own bullshit. So I think, yeah, that's sort of that. <laughs> Is that something that you've carried with the previous music videos as well, like analogies of the songs placed into a visual form? Yeah, sort of. I mean, the whole album has like, like it sort of thematically goes through like different um, sort of levels of toxic masculinity, like scram and do one are just about being aggressive and sort of being on that side of it and like I guess do one is more like introspective and like you know it's like why it's like it goes through phases of like yeah okay this person's angry and arrogant and like just talking rubbish which is basically what like scram and do one were which is sort of why we had this idea of just me getting the shit beaten out of me and that just got turned into like, um, you know, the, the nth degree of that was like a torture scene. So we just sort of turned do one into that. And yeah, I think, I think like, yeah, that, that whole um, like the lyrical content and like the visuals definitely are like strongly tied to each other and I think as well like because everything's so phasic and this sort of like transgenre thing that I'm trying to do like I kind of came up really early with the idea that like I should just die in in all of them like it's like that phase of me is dead now like moving on like let's go we're sort of onto this next phase of that whole journey of like you know self-discovery or whatever you want to call it for sure. And you said just before that this is all going to be part of an album. So what else can we expect from the album? And when are we looking at that being released? Can you hint at anything for us? So it's a jazz album. No, it's not a jazz <laughs> album. Um, yeah, no, look, at, at this point, I'm just like super interested in like breathing as much life into each single. Um and, and like with the uh, sort of relationship that I've got with Kids of Bill, like it's been, it's become like sort of increasingly uh, more important to me to keep putting out visuals um, to sort of accompany them. Because I think that like working with Kids of Bill and coming up with these visuals, they sort of just, they, they give you a whole new point of access to like the music. Um, so for now, it's just like we're in like single mode, just like bashing out songs. And I think as well to establish this whole idea that like, you know, the next song, like if you really love the last song, you might not love the next one. Like I think for, the, for now, like putting out an album is just like, 
maybe a bit too confusing for people. For sure. And I guess that comes down to like the transcending genre. I mean, the true fans will stick by you. So <laughs> don't worry about <laughs> it. Well, thank you so much to Bino Blip for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Well, this is it. Bino Blip's latest single. It's called Zandin and it's out now. Go stream, share and spread the love on this one. You're listening to The Hoist on Sin 90.7 FM, the home of local music.